0: This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Erica Polsinelli, and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast where we talk all things spirituality, ascension, health, wellness, and beyond. I'm so excited that you are here. Come on in. Hello, guys, and welcome to the 100th episode of the podcast, which is so exciting. I can't even believe we have 100. So I started this podcast as a way of sharing my journey I felt really inspired to share deeply about leaving my teaching job and coming into this full-time. And I only left my teaching job two years ago in 2021, which is actually crazy when I think about it because this is this life has felt like a lifetime in and of itself. But leaving my job came with a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, a ton of fear, a ton of healing programs and thought processes, things that were embedded in my DNA. I had to do so much work to have the confidence that I needed in order to go and follow my path of dharma fearlessly. And this is a space I created. So I started creating the podcast from a mini mic and I was using Anchor, which is an app that's supposed to make it easy for you, when Laura, who is my podcast angel, DM'd me and was like, Erica, you're not going to do your podcast that way. I have some solutions for you. Let's chat. And she was like, this is what I do for a living. She's an Evolve member. She's been like an OG. And she does things for... Netflix, Spotify, she's like serious. They're very serious here at Huff Studios. And she presented me with all of the things that I needed, assisted me in helping me get my voice out there. And it's been such an amazing ride, an amazing journey. And now we're here in their beautiful studio that they transformed and made sure it had all the lighting in the world that I needed because I was just like, we need bright, bright light. I want all the light. And they're like, let's do it. And I just feel so grateful for this journey. I always say this, but this space that we've created here really helps me to feel so safe. And I feel like I could share things here that I wouldn't typically share on Instagram. It's our time to hang out, to go deep as best of all friends and let it all hang out, which I do. I don't hold anything back here. So We're going to get into the rest of the Q&A, the part two that I promised from the part one. I loved answering these questions. I'm so grateful you submitted them. And the first question actually is about sharing my life and allowing so much to be so public, which I would love to start with being that here we are sharing it all. So I don't see myself as so public. That's number one. I feel like I'm in this little bubble with all these people that come with so much love and I feel like I'm sharing everything with people who I love and who love me back. So it doesn't feel scary ever. But more specifically, as you guys know, two episodes in the solo episode, I shared about the summer I had and how it was really hard. And one of the questions that I got was, is it hard to share when you're going through a hard time? And it is. And that's why I said I wasn't showing up that much on Instagram because I didn't want to share that because this is what I believe. I believe in being authentic. So showing up and making believe everything was rainbows and butterflies and yada, 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 that wouldn't feel authentic to me. And number two, I also believe that the energy you show up with and share about is going to be exacerbated and amplified when you bring other people's attention to it. So if I came on every day and I was like, I'm going through the hardest time, I'm going through a crisis, I'm freaking out. You'd be like, oh gosh, Erica's unhinged. What's happening to Erica? Like, is she okay? And then in your mind, in the mind of everybody else who watches my stories or sees my posts, it would be something's wrong. And I don't want that energy because I want to be present. I want to go through the storm straight away right through the eye and come out and share with you when I'm thinking clearly, when I've gained all the wisdom, when I have the insights, and when I can share it articulately. So sometimes it's about silence. Sometimes it's about going inward. And therefore that's how I spent my summer. I spent it going within. I spent it not sharing a lot. However, I will say our meditations, our live meditations, and the ones in the studio and of all from the summer were deep and juicy. And that I think was some of the best meditations that I've, I've ever delivered. And I feel that continuing. Um, so, as much as I was way more quiet and within, on social media, I feel like I was giving it my all through my meditations and we just connected and went right there together. So it's it's interesting being so outward and sharing so much, but I feel so safe to do it and I've it's been received with so much love and everything that comes back is full of so much love, so I'm not afraid of that. And I see the light in you, you see the light in me, and we're just amplifying more light here together. That's how I see it. So… That was the first question. Second question, meditations for the full moons or days when you feel impacted energetically. I love this. I wanna share something that I've been really feeling. Lately over the past, I don't know, maybe six months, I feel like I know full moons are all about releasing and creating space, but I feel such expansive manifestation energy on full moons too. And right now, as I record this, we're actually in the energy of the super blue moon still. We had that meditation last night. So really quickly, um, you can go on Evolve and look at the moon meditation section of Evolve those are all meditations that I recommend doing on moon days. And you could choose a title that aligns to you. Last night, we did um, Let Go With Love. And we specifically did a great meditation for the full moon, which was the Sare Sasa meditation with um, the hand movement and posture. And that's incredible for full moons. Other days where you feel expansive, when you feel impacted, Energetically, I would do Soba Kriya, Invoke the Wealth of the Universe. That's another really powerful one. Um, you could do Sadarshan Kriya, which is part of the, I believe, the Sacral Chakra Challenge. And um, Big News and Opportunities are really powerful one to bring in that big energy. But most importantly, many of you are experts in the meditations now. You've been practicing for so long. So listen to you and tune into what you feel You need or you want what your spirit and your body wants and needs. So that's my suggestion for that. Um, Okay, imposter syndrome. We talked a little bit about that in our last episode. With imposter syndrome, I really believe that we all have gifts, we're all at a state and a level of consciousness that we're meant to be. And if you're sharing authentically, nothing else matters. If you're sharing something or teaching something from your heart and you are doing it in a safe and mindful matter, I just don't think that you should be bogged down with imposter syndrome. I think if you're going in with it with an intention, I want to be like this person, let me do this. Maybe that's why it feels like imposter syndrome. I want you to strip all of that back And I want you to really think about your expertise, your gifts, what you have to share and not judge it and share that because there's going to be someone that needs to learn that from you no matter what. There's always going to be people that know more than us. There are people who wear all white and have turbans on their head and you know, spend time in communes and have extensive Kundalini training that may be more, more well trained than me or more um, just have more experience than me. But that never stops me because I know the people that need to learn from me will, and the people who are supposed to will, and that I'm sharing from my level of consciousness. And that's all I could really do. So knowing and accepting that people are going to know more than you. There are going to be other people that do what you do. But knowing you have something to share. You absolutely have something to share. And doing that in the most authentic way that feels good and feels aligned to you, I think will help you combat that. And I really think that having your meditation practice every morning helps it gives you, I know this, I don't think this, it gives you access to divine information, information from your higher self that only you can receive because only you are you. So tuning into that and then maybe that's what you're guided to share and that's yours, that's authentically yours. And the wild thing is other people can say variations of it, but when you receive it from source, you embody it in a different way. So tuning into your practice, receiving information, receiving guidance, I truly believe your morning meditation practice will dissolve a lot of the imposter syndrome. I really do. Okay, moving on to our other questions. I would love to hear your morning routine. OMG, seriously? I love this. Okay, I just feel like I share it all the time, but I'm so down to share it. So right now my morning routine is I wake up, I get right on my mat. Sometimes I go onto my PEMF mat. I put it on level three or four to energize and awaken me. Put on my red light. Go into meditation. I'm tuning in right now. I'm doing some cat-cow, sarabandandes, which are like the push-up, downward dog, upward dog, exercise, sadarshan kriya, and morning call. That's my set. That's what I've been sticking with. Sometimes I'll add in a new meditation that comes out on Evolve that we're practicing or take something away but that is like my goal set every morning I end with the morning call feel amazing one day a week I really like to do all of the Aquarian mantra chants that's always uh, something I like to do from there um, I have my lemon water I drink 32 ounces of lemon water in a huge mason jar I use the mayo to spin the water to activate it and oxygenate it And then after that, I'm making my cup of quote unquote coffee. It's like my mushroom latte from Rise. I add a tablespoon of Rise with two tablespoons of the layered creamer. Guys, this combo, I've never felt so good in my life. I'm not even kidding. I love Clever. I had people reach out. You've been posting Clever. Now you're posting something different. Guys, I'm allowed to change. I'm allowed to do things. I'm just kidding. But seriously, like Something's changed. You got to listen to your body. I love clever, love it. But right now, I'm on a rise kick. And then maybe next week, I go back to clever. My top two faves. And the rise right now is giving me life. I love it. From there, I take Bam Bam on a walk. But this all is like according to Bam Bam's schedule. So if he wakes up before the rise happens, we go for a walk. Um, I feed him. And then after that, I either go into one on one sessions or I really like to get my workouts in early, right away. So I'll either go for a walk, I'll do a Melissa Wood Health, I'll do a Sculpt Society. Um, Those are really like my three main workouts that I like to do, walks, Melissa Wood Health, or Sculpt Society, love them. And they just help me feel really good, really supported, and really strong. And then um, I'll go into work, so I'll have a meeting, Or a day of meetings, or we have Gianna coming over who's helping me a lot right now um, in person. Hess and I are meeting daily and doing so much together as well. Um, Or I have a day of one-on-one sessions and in between some meetings, some fuel eating. I like to take nature breaks for sure. Um, A question about boosting confidence. So... There is a meditation on Evolve that is great for confidence that I would highly recommend. So using meditations to support you in this area, if this is your intention to grow in. But I, I also think it depends in what way you want to receive confidence, whether it be professionally or personally. But my biggest thing is you have to be your biggest cheerleader. You have to tell yourself all the things you wish others would see in you or you wish others would say to you and be that person for yourself. And if you can't right now, find someone who can assist you in it, whether it's a best friend, whether it's a family member, find the words of affirmation you need to hear, and then utilize them. Take them with you and use them. And call upon them each and every morning, remembering how powerful you are. There's no reason for you not to be confident because guess what? You are the only you. And you are divine. And you were created in the most perfect way. And to access that, you just have to be in alignment with yourself do all the things that help you feel like your best you. Maybe it's starting a new hobby that you never thought you'd try, but it lights you up like dancing or horseback riding. Those two randomly came into my mind. Um, Maybe you have a list of affirmations that you go through each and every morning in the mirror. Maybe you do mirror work, looking at yourself, complimenting yourself. So There's no reason to not have confidence and a really big sucker of confidence is comparison or competing. And anytime we are looking and comparing ourselves to someone else, we are stealing the joy from our lives and we're literally wringing out the confidence from our body, from our soul, from our energy. So I think becoming more of an observer having more awareness over where you may be comparing yourself and coming into you. Think about the strengths. Highlight the strengths you have. And this isn't being conceited because you are given this by something of a higher source, right? Where all of this universal energy. So by actually taking time to observe the strengths you have, the gifts you have, you are doing the highest form of self-love and appreciation for yourself and respecting and feeling so grateful for all the universe has offered you. So feel comfortable with that. Feel comfortable with being confident and know that it's an honor. It's an actually a practice of honoring you and this divine source, that higher source that's greater than us. I wish you all the confidence in the world. I promise you, you have every reason to be confident. I love you. I'm sending you a big kiss. Next question is intuition versus fear. And this is something I get asked so much, so often, because I think it's really hard. It's something I asked a lot to people who were teachers for me, especially in the beginning of my journey. And I think there's a lot of layers to this. Intuition is a hit we get that doesn't feel scary it doesn't feel alarming fear is like this doomsday energy sometimes the information we receive from our intuition can be um you know things maybe how we wouldn't want things to go but it doesn't feel scary because we're in a place of complete trust and surrender but I think think that comes with a lot of practice and a lot of surrendering and a lot of faith building. So I think that comes later, but eventually the intuitive hits just come and you just receive them as messages where the thoughts of fear feel very scary and it spikes our cortisol in our body. And I think those are, but when you're in it and if you're in the beginning of your journey or if you're somewhere where you're not completely into that state of surrender, um, even if you are surrendered, it could still, I guess it could still be a really strong, um, it could at sometimes be a strong message to receive. But asking the universe, asking your guides, is this real or is this fake? Is this fear masked as something that feels so real to me? And guys, I know what it's like to be in a fear loop. I know how real it feels, and you start to feel it in your body. And I think that with some of the mindset reconstruction and the breaking of the loops like we spoke about in the past episode, once you start to master them, I think you're able to more easily decipher what is fear and what you're able to transmute. And then what is that thought that feels like a gut message? and listening to that and sometimes I also think if it's a big decision you're making let's say it has to do with a decision and you're like was that intuition or was that fear I want you to feel it in your body like yeah you could think like get out of the head bring all your energy and focus to the thoughts that are going on in your head and now put that aside and say yeah all of that could be true all of those crazy bad things I'm thinking of course could be possibilities, but how does this feel inside my body? Does it feel like a yes or does it feel like a no? And I think that's where you could get more of the answers out of the minds and into the body. And you can do that by using your breath, using the movements, using the meditations that we have. This is something I think we're always going to work on in mastering. I think it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of practice. And some days we're going to be like, wow, we thought our intuition was on point and it didn't end up that way. I also really have a strong belief that sometimes we change timelines. Things just shift around. And in one at a, in a, one moment, maybe that was what was going to happen. You weren't wrong about that, but something shifted. And now there's a different outcome because your frequency shifted, This, sh- the other, um, whatever it is, whether it's person or experience, that frequency shifted and now you're in a different plane. So if something doesn't go how you thought it would based off your intuition, I think you should be open to know that maybe your intuition wasn't off, maybe something just shifted last minute. Maybe there was a timeline collapse. Maybe there was a shift in a higher timeline and just trusting really having the faith and trusting. Another question is, um, can you talk about how you overcome your health anxiety and if it still comes back? Guys, I'm so happy to announce that I just went to a doctor's appointment and it was the last doctor's appointment that I, well, it was the last panic attack I had was in this doctor's office. Um, I would say maybe five years ago. Yeah, like five years ago, I think. Um, I don't know. I have no concept of time. But very early in my it was when I was teaching still. I would say five or six years ago. I went to the dermatologist. I needed something removed. It was my first time ever needing something removed. I completely went into fight or flight. I remember the feeling it would happen instantly. I would have a panic attack. And the doctor looked at me and said, you're about to faint lay down. And he like laid the thing down so I could lie down. He's like, and he got mad at me. He's like, why didn't you tell me that you are susceptible to doing this? Like he got nervous because God forbid I was sitting high up on the thing. I could have fallen off. And I'm like, you think that's what I was thinking about? I was thinking about the million scary thoughts that were going on in my head, not alerting you that I was about to pass out because of those scary thoughts. And I just recently went back to him and fear comes up. I was nervous. I, I love the sun. I respect the sun. I give thanks to the sun, which I think helps my body to process the sun really well. But with that, of course, the dialogue of, you know, being sun safe and all, you know, all the other um, fearful thoughts that we could have around the sun that can be legitimate as well, um, you know, come up. And I just went being like, listen, whatever it is, I'm going to get through regardless and whatever it is it's part of my divine plan and I'm completely surrendered but I still get a little nervous Um, so when I was there he was chatting with me and he was just catching up asked me what I did and I told him that I last time I was here I was a teacher an elementary school teacher I had a panic attack on your table when you had to remove something and I don't want to lose any of my skin today I want to keep it all and he's like I want you to keep it all too so he was saying okay and now you're not a teacher anymore and I was like I teach meditation and he was like well are you still an elementary school teacher And I said, no, I left so I could do this full time. And he's like, couldn't you have done it part time so you could have kept your benefits and your pension and your salary and your, you know, all the things. And I said, sure, I could have. But this meditation wasn't my side gig. It's my purpose. It deserved all of my attention. It deserved all of my energy. And I could have played it safe, but... I knew I was meant to share this with many people and I knew that would require a lot of my time and a lot of my energy and I needed more time to recharge because what I was doing was actually insane how I was working um, before that. So then he wanted to know more about the practice that I was telling him about the practice. And by the end of our conversation, he's like, all right, what's the app called? I'm looking it up tonight. I'm totally subscribing. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) this is the point because it really impacts us. So to get back to it, overcoming health anxiety, I really feel it's possible to overcome it. I really feel like I have overcome it. And I feel the reason why is because I've built faith and I've built trust, and I believe in a divine plan, I've connected to this space of source and oneness where only love exists, only light exists, and I'm surrendered. I'm completely surrendered to the ride. And that would be the most triggering thing for something to someone to say to me. Like Vinny would be like, what? you panicking? What's that going to do? Like, it's not going to change the outcome. You have no control. And I'd be like, that is the worst thing to say to someone who is panicking. Please do not say that. And I would freak out. But the internal shifts had to happen for me to embody that and understand that. So I truly believe if you're struggling with health anxiety, you can absolutely, absolutely overcome it. Can you have some symptoms that bubble up? Was I nervous? Were my hands a little clammy in the office? Yes, but did my heart rate stay at a normal pace? Yes. Did I have techniques that I could tap into where I was able to access my higher self and and not go into the thought loops of fear? Yes. And I actually have another appointment. I'm going to to do um, a whole panel of blood work, and typically that would really stress me out, but um, I and really avoid it and just be in a state of panic and wait for the results. And it's just with all of the practice, with all of the time going within, it helps you to regulate your nervous system. You're not as panicky. You're not in a state of fight or flight, but you also have touched this really special space. And it's that space of source, that interconnectedness, that oneness where you feel safe. You feel safe and you feel supported with whatever is to come and whatever is to go. And I I really attribute all of that to my morning meditation. And that's why I'm here right now. That's why I have this microphone in front of me. This is why I have an app. This is why I share and so passionately share from this authentic space because I believe so deeply in it not because of what anyone else has told me but because of my own experience and then what you guys have experienced and the dms that come in sometimes I have to show Vinny anonymous anonymously like even if I share my story I always cut out the name and I'm just like look look how this is impacting other people like I I knew it. Like I, people thought I was crazy, but it works and it's helping other people. So if you're struggling, I send you so much love. I want you to know that you can get through it. You can overcome whatever fears are really debilitating to you in this moment and stay open to receiving the guidance and the medicine that you, that you need. And Mine was this practice and it could be different for you and you just have to stay open, listen to your intuition and be open to receive whatever that is. So on that note, I thank you so much for being here for 100 episodes. Please go back and listen to one of the first ones if you're new here. If you love the podcast, if you're tuning in every week, I ask that you just drop a review. I can't see who watches or listens. And I would just love to know in the reviews or in the comments on YouTube um, how it is for you. And if you feel inspired to share this with someone else who may need the messages, please share it. That's how we grow Thank you so much for being here. May the long time sun shine upon you. Satnam.